Hey, everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. I have two guests today. One is Dr. Vanessa Mendez. She's been on the show before. She is a plant-based doctor, double board certified in gastroenterology and internal medicine. And I have a new friend today, Amanda Sevilla. She is a plant-based registered dietitian and they work together in a new venture along with some other wonderful people who you will meet soon on the show. And it's called Planted Forward and they're here to tell you about it. Please welcome Dr. Mendez and Amanda to the show. Nice to meet both. Well, not, I mean, I already know you. <laughs> nice to meet half of you <laughs> and nice to see the other half of you again, if that makes sense. Yeah. Hi. Thank you so much for having us, AJ. It's always such a breath of fresh air to come on your show and just talk, you know, about all sorts of topics. I think we've really, you know, explored with your audience all different topics regarding gut health and uh, nutrition and the plant-based community. So uh, today we have some exciting news for all of you in this um, really great a uh, new group that we have formed. It's been one year in the making of this multi-specialty uh, plant-based practice um, with uh, amazing providers in cardiology, in dietetics, health coaching, and more to come um, in the future. Um, so I'm excited to present um, our group to you guys. Well, I can't wait to hear about it because you mentioned it yesterday was the first day you actually announced it at a conference with Dr. Clapper. Yes, absolutely. So um, we um, are launching this month and yesterday we made our first public announcement um, here at our one of our biggest vegan festivals in Miami called Seed. Um, and uh, everybody was really excited uh, to hear more about it. So I'm excited to share it internationally through your forum, AJ. Great. Well, why didn't tell us about it? Planted Forward. I like that name. Yeah, so I'm going to share my screen just to, um, you know, share some slides. Can you all see that? Okay, so our group is called Planted Forward. I think uh, there's a lot of meaning behind that name because um, you know we're forward thinking. We know that plants are the future. If we are to have a future at all, <laughs> it's in the plants, right? And, um, and we're planted, meaning we're grounded. Um, we have uh, an amazing group of providers. Uh, here we go. Um, that, so first, what is Planted Forward? We use an integrative approach to healthcare delivery where we, you as a patient work with a collaborative team of physicians, dietitians, fitness and health coaches to achieve all your health goals. Um, we know, right, from experience that your health is not created in a sterile hospital environment or a clinic office in a doctor's office. That's not where your health begins. Um, so our goal is to bring you a community of healthcare professionals that focus on all aspects of your health. Um, you know, really whole body approach, which is our integrative approach is whole body, um, mind, and soul. So our pillars at Planted Forward are, you know, obviously it's in our name that we have a plant forward approach. We know that, you know, only one to 2% of the global population, well, I don't know if it's the global population, but at least the Western um, population is vegan, right? So what we hope to accomplish is really uh, um, be able to reach, obviously provide these services for our vegan and plant-based communities, but also be able to reach all these other people that really are just so confused about nutrition um, and really don't know where to start. It's so overwhelming for them and they've been dismissed in the past. Um, so really be able to reach, um, you know, a broader group of people. So therefore we are planted, we're plant forward, right? Um, we know that the evidence shows that adding more plants to your diet is how you improve your health. So the more plants forward we become, the better, um, but everybody's different. So, um, and not everybody can make that hundred percent move. So we're there to be able to guide them and dispel myths and really encourage them and educate them um, to, to be their best self. We have an integrative approach. That's our second pillar where we incorporate, you know, we obviously are all traditionally trained medical doctors, registered dietitians, and our, our health coaches are, um, you know, they're certified in health coaching. Um, so we incorporate the, that traditional uh, approach, but we also use a lot of alternative medicine. Um, and we know that, you know, not every, obviously if traditional medicine had um, 
all the answers, we wouldn't be where we are right now. And uh, alternative medicine, what we call alternative, which is not really alternative, has been practiced for thousands of years everywhere else throughout the world. Um, and we we take these approaches in and we incorporate them into our practice to really be able to heal the person and give them lasting health. Um, our practice is telehealth based, um, which makes it incredibly convenient. Our providers, our registered dietitians, um, are uh, are able to see patients in over twenty states. Uh, our medical doctors um, right now can see in California, in New York, and in Florida, and in several other states. So, if you ever have any questions, just ask us. Um, uh, but yeah, it's so convenient. You know, you don't have to miss your job, you know, your work, you could be traveling and need our services. Um, so we're really just a click away uh, through telehealth. And, you know, we really want, um, obviously, our first platform is going to be, you know, th this um, consultation services with our providers. But our, our future endeavors involve community and, and really being able to reach the community uh, through webinars and through um, community uh, forums uh, that we're going to be forming in the next future. So a lot of exciting projects to come. Um, our contact information is there, our phone number, um, our, our uh, website is active. You can find all the information on our providers there. And, um, you know, uh, like frequently asked questions about each of our providers, because every, every one of our providers is very unique. So they provide different services. So just a little bit about our providers, we have myself, obviously, I'm an integrative gastroenterologist, I'm also uh, board certified in internal medicine, and um, fingers crossed, maybe lifestyle medicine this year. <laughs> Our test is in a month, so we'll see if I get, uh, <laughs> if I'm able to zipper. I haven't done much study. Um, but we have Dr. Nicole Harkin. She's a cardiologist, so she's going to be on your show in uh, January. She's a preventative cardiologist, and we know that there's not a ton of those. Um, there's a lot of GIs that are uh, have gone plant-based um, because we know the truth about, you know, fiber is where it's at. But um, and we have a couple car preventative cardiologists, but I think, you know, the cardiologist world really needs to come on board um, more so. And then you've had Dr. Melissa Mandala. She's my co-president and founder uh, at Planted Forward. She is a wonderful lifestyle medicine and primary care, and she also practices primary uh, primary care psychiatry. So she is I think she's triple board certified, um, which is so amazing. Our providers are just uh, so wonderfully well-rounded. Um, and then we have um, Jackie Tarleton. She is from Plant Chicks and she is gonna be one of our health coaches. She uh, has so much experience in health coaching. She leads group uh, uh, classes in um, obesity medicine and and um, and she's just uh, she's just wonderful. Uh, she's such a, a positive person. And we have here with us Amanda. So I'm really excited um, because I'm going to let her talk after I'm done here. Um, so I'll skip her for a second. And then Natalie Castro is, um, you know, a registered dietitian that I've been working with for over a year. She specializes in autoimmune and um, GI disorders of the gut, which are so, so prevalent. And um, she herself has two autoimmune disorders. You know, she was diagnosed at a very young age and she uh, saw that the power of plants in, in aiding in her healing um, was just where, where the answers lay, uh, you know, are at. And so she practices plant-based uh, medicine and um, specializes in these autoimmune and GI disorders. And then, um, so going back to Amanda, I wanted her to talk because Amanda uh, really, she doesn't self-promote, um, but she is amazing. She is just uh, uh, one of these, um, you, you're just gonna go so far, Amanda. Um, and I, oh, every time you. that either I, I'm on your social media, looking at all your stuff, I'm just inspired by everything you're doing. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh my gosh, okay, where to start? First of all, thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. Um, I don't really self-promote a lot just because I feel like I, I just, I'm doing a lot of stuff all the time. So. <laughs> A little um, base background um, about me is I'm a registered dietitian, a plant-based dietitian. I, you know, I just 
I have a Filipino family background is in a lot of like chronic diseases and I was inspired by them to learn more about plant-based nutrition. And I just fell in love with the whole lifestyle and wanted to share that with people and wanted to make it more accessible. Um, so I went through my training as a dietitian. I learned about more about plant-based nutrition, got certified in that. Um, I also, after college, went to India to do not just one, but two yoga teacher trainings. So I am registered 500 hour yoga teacher. And after that, I continued to work as a clinical dietitian. So I got to see not only the preventative aspects as a plant-based dietitian, but also, you know, what happens at the very end when people don't get to really take care of themselves when they don't have that um, special education to incorporate preventative health care. And so in seeing like both aspects, I decided that I wanted to continue working with people. Um, and somewhere along the line, I learned about intuitive eating. So more toward the back end of things, I do have a history of disordered eating, which I think brought me into interests of nutrition. So disordered eating was like 10 years ago. Um, I was interested in nutrition and I kind of just fell in love with the way that we could heal our bodies with food um, along with mindset, you know, seeing a therapist, a psychiatrist, making sure that we have the support of a community and also doing that inner work for ourselves. Um, I then discovered intuitive eating and I realized a lot of the times you know, people in the hospital, they know what the healthy diet is. They understand what we're supposed to avoid and what we're supposed to eat more of with heart disease and with diabetes and hypertension. But for some reason, it just doesn't click. It doesn't stick. And that intuitive eating aspect for me was kind of the thing that glued everything together. Because if we don't have a healthy relationship with our bodies and a healthy relationship with the mindset that we have with our food, it's like following something that inherently we know is is healthy for us is so difficult. And so the clients that I work with now um, with Planted Forward and just um, in my own private practice are, you know, we talk about food. We know about how healthy and nutritious fruits and vegetables, whole grains and legumes are. Knowledge is so accessible to us at our fingertips. Um, but it's really about integrating that healthy mindset and having someone to bounce ideas off of that is so important, I feel, these days, and especially with my clients. So a lot of the time, we'll talk about food probably 20% of the time, and the rest of it is, you know, how are the other factors in your life affecting the way that you're able to implement healthy lifestyle choices um, recommended by your physician or even by your dietitian. And so as much as I love to talk about um, the healthy food choices, I also really, really love to talk about having that healthy relationship with your mind and your body and food. And so that's kind of my holistic take on things. Um, I'm also a Reiki healer practitioner. So I just trying to draw from all areas. As Dr. Mendez said, we're a very integrative clinic. And I think it's wonderful to have the um, more modern Western background of science and also to have the Eastern background of science so we can integrate both and just have such a beautiful way to heal people. So some people are more responsive to the more Western side of healing and other people are more responsive to the Eastern side. Some people have not even tried to integrate either together. And so that's why I think that we bring such a unique, um, I want to say viewpoint and perspective to the healthcare field. I know I went on a little bit more than just an, uh, than a bio, but I just thought I'd share all of that because it's everything that I'm so passionate about. <laughs> when did you first hear about a plant-based diet and decide to adopt one? I heard about a plant-based diet. I think, um, actually, no, I heard about a plant-based diet when I was in the beginning of my eating disorder. Um, but it was just for the wrong reasons. I was like, oh, I get to restrict so many things. <laughs> Went through that mental healing process, that soul healing process. And I found my way stumbling back into it um, in 2015. I actually found it from this lady who ate a lot of fruit. And I was just like more curious about nutrition at that time. So I thought to myself, like, there's no way you could just eat all those bananas and be healthy. Um, I had recently kind of jumped around different ways of eating because coming out of my um, eating disorder clinic, there was just like not very much structure and I really wanted structure. Um, and 
you know, I was, I went from paleo. One of my um, family friends introduced me to paleo and he was like, this is going to be really great for you. It'll help with your hunger cues. It helped me. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll try it. I did not feel good on it. Um, and I didn't realize until a few weeks into eating more fruit, more vegetables, more grains that what I was missing was just replenishing that store of carbohydrates. Um, and so I went into plant-based nutrition or, you know, trying out veganism kind of as an experiment. I really wanted to prove people wrong. Like you, this is not healthy. You can't eat this many fruits. Like nobody ever talks about this. Um, but to my surprise, or maybe not, I felt so good that I just kept going with it. I did more research. I found doctors, Chef AJ, I've actually known about you for such a long time because I read a lot of um, Dr. McDougall stuff and I watched a lot of his webinars. You popped up there a few times. Um, I don't want this to sound creepy, but I've just known about your show for so long and the work that you've done. And I just fell into a little rabbit hole or I guess a big rabbit hole of a lot of plant-based healthcare professionals. And I was like, oh my gosh, so many of these afflictions, like my family suffers from, and I had no idea it had to do with diet and lifestyle. I thought it was just a genetic thing, like everyone says, um, and that it could only be helped with medication and exercise. And I wanted to learn more about nutrition. And so <clears throat> learning about the nutrition side brought me into, okay, well, what are the ethics? And I was like, I don't think I could kill an animal and learning about environment. And I realized I would want to do as much good for the world as possible. And so it all just came into beautiful tapestry of reasons to eat more planted forward. When did you decide to go to diet? <laughs> is it called dietetic school or? Yeah. So um, I decided to change my major. So I was actually planning on being a doctor. I wanted to go to medical school up until recently. And I didn't know what I wanted my major to be because I wasn't like in love with the sciences. I, I mean, I, I could do well if I wanted to, but biology, I didn't really have a special interest or chemistry, even biochemistry. And I learned about nutrition and I knew that you could have any major to apply to medical school. So I decided that if I was going to be a good provider, and if I even wanted to talk about a plant-based diet, maybe I should go through some formal training and also use that as my um, major. It just so happened that the school that I went to had an integrated program. So I did all of my internship hours while I was in my program. And as soon as I graduated, I could sit down for my exam. So I didn't really plan on being a dietitian, but I thought I have all the credits. I might as well just try it. And then realized from there, oh, it'd probably be a good idea to get some clinical experience as well. And so it all just happened kind of like I was stepping on stones that were laid in front of me, but it was always just following um, my passion and what brought me joy. Nice. Did, you know, the Filipino culture, it's very meat heavy, isn't it? Very. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been able to veganize any of your traditional dishes? Yes. It's actually so easy to do so. Some people think that it's really, really difficult. Um, but it, I guess it just depends on your mindset and what you're really focused on, because we can just take the meat out and add tofu, even mushrooms. My boyfriend and I went to the Philippines. We stayed there for six weeks a couple of years ago. And like, we had no problems finding food to eat. In fact, we just had so much fun eating the foods, even at restaurants that didn't have vegan dishes. We found dishes that were inherently vegetarian and we just asked them to take out the egg or take out, um, yeah, mostly, mostly egg. Uh, Filipinos don't really use a lot of cream unless it's in desserts. And even then it's easily veganized with coconut milk. Nice. How did you meet Dr. Mendez and start working together? Oh my gosh. Um, I think we met like through social media and through mutual colleagues. Yeah. So right? um, originally, you know, we were part of another group and um, uh, when we decided to branch out for, you know, several reasons and become more of an integrative group because the other group was a little bit limited in, in its approach uh, to medical care, to healthcare. Um, it was just the perfect fit. I mean, I think that, you know, if I had to do it all over again, I, again, I'm inspired by Amanda and a lot of the ways that she has gone about, um, you know, through her own health journey, but uh, exploring the path that makes her the happiest. So, um, so I think that we just click. Uh, it's, it's like we're living in opposite sides of the country and um, it just, uh, it just came together and we've been working together already for like 
more than six months, right? Um, mm-hmm. Not not making it public yet until now that our launch is happening this month. But um, yeah, we've been working together for about six months. Right. So you have you have a couple of dietitians in your group. Yeah. So we have currently two uh, registered dietitians. Um, so you know, I think that they. Um, so I, I think that it's really important for dietitians to um, just like doctors, right? We have a niche and we have uh, kind of like our own little specialties. Um, so obviously, you know, I'm a gastroenterologist. Uh, um, so. Um, Amanda just provides this intuitive eating and disordered eating background that is so important. I think that, um, I think that, you know, a lot of people fall into plant-based eating because they've tried a lot of other diets and they didn't work. They didn't feel good for them. And then they fall into plant-based eating. But the problem happens that one, they don't have a good relationship with food um, because of their history of disordered eating or dieting, et cetera. They have a, you know, an addiction, fear, right, relationship with food. Um, and um, if they are not guided, um, if they're not given the right guidance um, by somebody like Amanda, they're gonna, this, this is gonna be a lifestyle fail for them. Because one, um, it's just, they're not really addressing the root issues, right? Mental issues that they've been dealing with and the relationship with food uh, in terms of the disordered eating or, or dieting culture that we're all part of. They don't, not dealing with those issues. This, this lifestyle is probably not gonna be successful for them. And we see this all over social media. We see big influencers having gone through these and they're really big. And then, you know, they, uh, a lot of people follow them and then they fall off because they never address those root issues um, with, with, um, with eating or even underlying GI issues. They were never guided properly and they just, they're not able to maintain this really abundant lifestyle that we have, you know, just because they don't have the right guidance, they don't have the right education, and um, no one, no one is walking them through it. So I think there's a lot more that we could be doing. Um, and, and also dispelling all these myths that this is a restrictive way of life. This is an abundant way of life, you know? Um, but if you don't have the right guidance, it's, it's not easy to, you know, it's easy for us to say, oh, just do whole food plant-based. But if you don't have the right guidance with all the misinformation out there, with everybody's individual past of eat, of either dieting or underlying GI issues, they're not going to do it successfully. They're not going to be able to do it successfully. I have so many of these patients, and I know Amanda does too, that, you know, um, have either ruined their gut microbiome because of previous dieting, especially if they followed a low carb diet in the past, they just really did a lot of damage to their gut microbiome. And if they don't get the right guidance from somebody like Amanda um, or Natalie, our, our GI registered dietitian or myself, they're not going to be able to successfully follow a, a, a plentiful um, whole food plant-based diet because they're going to have a lot of food intolerances. And when patients have a food intolerance, they think that the food is the culprit and the food is not the culprit. You know, fiber is not the culprit. Trust me, your body wants fiber. Your gut microbiome yearns for fiber. It's a fuel source. So if it doesn't have it, it's not able to do its uh, vital functions within our body which is maintaining our gut health by maintaining that, you know, that wall structure, that cellular structure that holds together our colon and maintaining that beautiful mucus layer that lines our colon, that these are cellular fortresses um, that protect us from the outside environment. So they are an integral part of our immune system, you know, 70, 80% of our immune system, we talked about this before, is in our gut. So our gut microbiome is constantly interacting with our immune system to be able to um, have a, a proper working relationship, not a friend or foe, um, and not, and not um, you know, it, it's a relationship that is based on balance. It, um, the microbiome um, is able to fight off many invaders, uh, whether it's toxins, or, you know, microbes that we ingest through our, through the food, through everything that we put in our body, but also the 
uh, inflammatory microbes we already have in our gut, you know, we all have a balance of beneficial and uh, pro-inflammatory microbes in our gut. And it's that balance that really determines our gut health and our immune health and metabolic health. Um, so when we have, you know, when we've gone through periods of dieting, um, especially the low carb diets, um, we have really restricted uh, fiber in our diet. And by restricting fiber, we're actually not providing that fuel for the microbes. So the microbes do start dying off. And uh, do they die off forever? Studies show no, that we can recover them. But how we recover them, that's the key. And this is where we can guide you in recovering these beneficial microbes. And trust me, it's not by taking a probiotic. A probiotic is a support. But if you don't have the right nutrition and lifestyle, um, then a probiotic is a drop in the ocean. It's not going to do much. As soon as you stop taking that probiotic, it's, uh, the effects will go away. Probiotics are not cheap. They're extremely expensive. Most probiotics actually don't reach the colon because they get digested by uh, digestive enzymes um, in, in, our, in our digestive system. And also they're not medical strength. Um, so there's a lot of misinformation when it comes to the probiotic world. Um, and we have a lot more uh, influence over our gut microbiome than we, than we believe. So, um, you know, these are the kinds of, of, of approaches that we like to individualize for our patients because um, everybody's on their own health journey. Everybody is dealing with something, you know, or at some point in their life will deal with something. And we're here to provide that evidence-based integrative approach that's really missing. We're not going to push medications on you. We do talk to you about medications when medications are needed. We give you the pros and the cons, just like we talk to you about supplements when they are needed. Supplements are not always needed. Um, and we give you the pros and the cons of supplements because supplements are, should be treated just like medications. There are pros and there are cons to them and they're not regulated. So you have to, if if anything, you have to be even a wiser consumer of supplements. Um, so, you know, we walk you through all these other modalities that are part of healing um, and that don't incorporate traditional medical practice. Um, and they come in the form of, is acupuncture something that can help you in this situation? Is pelvic floor therapy something that can help? Pelvic floor therapy is the most underutilized um, therapy in one in females, all females, whether you have GI issues or not, um, all females should go to a pelvic floor therapist, one, right after they have a child, if not before they have a child, before they're even planning to have a child. Um, and, and it's something that we use very much so in the, in, you know, in our, in our clinic, most other clinics don't use, don't make use of pelvic floor therapists like they should. Um, but so many other Eastern, you know, and, and Eastern modalities, um, such as acupuncture that we mentioned, and Amanda can talk more because she is studying, um, <laughs> you're, you're studying Ayurvedic medicine, right? Currently, uh, I just started a program for um, to be an Ayurvedic practitioner in a couple years, but I started it this fall and it's just so eye opening. It's such a beautiful science, um, as is traditional Chinese medicine, like all these more ancient modalities have so much pr truth to them and they can bring so much to um, the medical front right now. And I just love the way that we're integrating both where it's like, here's a medication if necessary pros and cons and here's a supplement if necessary pros and cons and here's a way of breathing to help you re relax your anxiety which can help you relax your GI system so that you can digest and assimilate food better so yeah currently studying Ayurveda I'm, <laughs> I'm a student so I have no services to provide yet but in the coming years I'm definitely looking forward to sharing more about different ways of eating, different ways of living and different supplements and herbal formulas. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, Amanda, like she mentioned, she's a yoga instructor. I think that one of the prescriptions that I most often give out <laughs> along with, you know, obviously nutrition therapy and, um, and whether I have to send somebody to pelvic floor is breathing exercises. Um, that's another completely underutilized um, modality that 
you know, traditional practitioners are not using, whether it's registered dietitians, whether it's doctors, you know, health coaches, they're just not using it to, to the, at all, or to the, the, you know, the fullest extent. So, you know, we know that, especially patients with irritable bowel disease, functional GI disorders, functional GI disorders basically means that we have done you know, all our evaluation with labs, imaging, and even endoscopy and colonoscopy, where we look directly into the lining of your, of your gut with, um, with endoscopes. And we haven't found uh, what is actually, we haven't found like anything that's actually causing your GI issues, but we know these GI issues are very real and patients do feel them, you know? Um, So then came, um, you know, um, basically the discovery that there is a, um, a hyper uh, sensitivity in the gut, and we can have a hypersensitivity in the gut anywhere from literally up here to our anus, Um, we can have um, more sensation and more discomfort than, uh, you know, than other people um, with normal with normal eating, for example, just by eating regular food, you can have, you know, food gets stuck in your esophagus, and it could be caused by just a hypersensitivity, or a motility issue, for example, Um, we can have more bloating and perception of, of bloating and gas, than other people, when we eat the same amount of food, um, when we have basically similar physiologies, and it comes from a hypersensitive gut. So this, this, we call these uh, functional GI disorders and traditional medicine just doesn't have a great way to deal with them. So um, the best way that they deal with them is throw different medications at them. Medications we know have side effects. And yes, some medications are needed um, um, to treat these patients. But if if we are ignoring the other modalities we can use, such as breathing exercises and stress management, in, in, in different ways, we can um, manage your stress, but especially the breathing exercises, then we're really ignoring a physiologic aspect and a physiologic way of healing um, that is uh, risk-free because <laughs> we all breathe and we can all rapidly change our breathing. Um, we just need you know a little bit of training, a little bit of support and guidance um, in that modality. But breathing exercises are part of my integrative approach to deal with a lot of GI disorders and even patients who have inflammatory bowel disease and Crohn's disease, they can have IBS as well on top of that. So we can heal their Crohn's and ulcerative colitis with heavy medications that are needed in moderate to severe diseases. But then these patients still uh, experience discomfort and abdominal pain. And when we look, there's no inflammation there. Um, but then we know that they have irritable bowel or hypersensitive bowel on top of that. So what do we do? Throw more medications at them? No, we have to, <laughs> we have to explore other modalities. And breathing is one of these amazingly beautiful modalities, just like acupuncture um, that we can use for these patients. So the million dollar question that VG and a few others have is, do you accept insurance? <laughs> that is the million dollar question. So we don't, we are a direct pay system. So our consultations are not through insurance, but anything we order, imaging, uh, tests, medications, when needed supplements, if they're covered by your insurance, all of that goes through your insurance. So the only thing that is not that we are not enrolled in commercial insurance or Medicare at this time Um uh, for our consultations, but everything else that we need to do um, goes through your insurance. And the reason is, you know, a lot of people ask us these. And the traditional medical model, we know it's not working for many reasons, but one of the places where it's not working, it's the commercial insurance model. Like this is not working for providers, it's not working for patients. Why? You still have to meet your five, ten thousand uh, dollar deductible per year. You still have to pay for co-pays. You still have to pay, um, you know, co-pays for visits, medications, hospitalizations, ear visits. Our job is to prevent you to have to ha- get a hospitalization, uh, right? We want to keep you healthy. So the earlier we can get you, the more preventative um, you know, approach we can have for you. But yes, you will need it and you will need your insurance at some point. Um, the problem is these commercial models don't work for us as providers. So we know that they're not working for you, but they don't work for us because it, in order for us to be able to 
um, really make a living, it, it, restricts, it restricts us to 15 minute visits. Um, and at most 30 minute visits for somebody like Amanda, but for doctors, 15 minute visits. And you've all been there. You've been waiting in the doctor's office for one hour, two hours, and then the doctor is going to see you for 15 minutes. And it's not because the doctor only wants to see you for 15 minutes. It's because the traditional medical model only allows these 15 minute visits, you know? So, um, at our practice, we, the least we spend with you is 30 minutes. Uh, we ideally, you have the first visit be an hour. Um, a lot of my patients see me for an hour every time. Um, and the beauty about it is that you get all your questions answered. You really get the guidance that you need in a, in, in a totality as a whole person, not just hyper-focused on one body system on your stomach, for example. And um, you have access to us after the visit. You know, we are, our portal is really user-friendly. So uh, patients ask us questions. They show us, hey, I'm eating this. Um, they show us a picture. They're in the grocery store. Hey, these are the ingredients. What do you think of this? Hey, Dr. Mendez, I saw my other doctor and they said this. What do you think of that? So we are a lot more accessible to our patients just because we don't, we we can have less patients. We don't have to see a million patients, um, you know, to to be able to make ends meet, and we can spend as much time as as we want with you and what is needed for you. So, um, so the direct pay model is uh, really unfortunate. You know, it's 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 where we are because the traditional medical model is failing, and a lot of the lifestyle medicine doctors. Um, and integrative doctors are choosing this direct pay model because that's the best way to serve our patients and we're not dictated to. Great, thank you. And because you're double board certified, you could function as the primary doctor, but also a specialist being- GI. Right, right, absolutely. Um, but I do encourage people to, for example, see Melissa, who is truly primary care. That's uh, her bread and butter and that's what she does. She's lifestyle medicine um, board certified and she's primary care board certified. So uh, she sees uh, adults and, and kids. Um, so she sees patients throughout uh, all of, you know, all of life. Uh, just like Amanda can see patients throughout all of life. Um, and I'm adult medicine, so I can only see adults after, you know, 17 years old. Um, and yeah, Melissa would be the best person to, uh, you know, book with primary care. Great. Uh, do we know your story? I mean, I do, but, you know, yeah. we might have new, new fans <laughs> and new, new viewers today about how you discovered the plant-based diet and started incorporating it into your life and your family's life and your practice. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, I think there were a lot of points in my life that really led me to plant based eating. I, we can start back to when I was a teenager and I suffered from, you know, cystic acne. I was in high school and um, that was my first real taste of, you know, I was not sick before that. Yeah, I mean, I think I had had constipation <laughs> throughout my life uh, um, because because we didn't actually uh, enjoy a lot of plant based foods. I'm Cuban. Uh, I'm Cuban America, a Cuban American. Um, so, but that was my first uh, real taste of needing uh, medications. Um, and really, did I need medications at all? So I went to a dermatologist, they kept on pushing, you know, different acne medications at me, uh, different rounds of antibiotics, and it would obviously have side effects. And um, then as soon as I stopped taking those medications, my acne would come back um, to the point that they put me on Accutane, which now I'm sure you've all seen has been recalled several times, uh, and not recalled, but I think uh, several you know, uh, large lawsuits against <laughs> class action lawsuits against Accutane for its association with things like inflammatory bowel disease. Thankfully, I, I, I didn't develop inflammatory bowel disease, but Accutane definitely shot my cholesterol through the roof. I was normal weight and um, never had cholesterol issues. My liver enzymes went up, so it was already hurting my liver. And again, the acne came back uh, as soon as I stopped uh, the Accutane. And it's a very, you know, it's a very potent medication with a lot of risk, uh, risk to it. 
So then I started re researching on my own. That was the in the late 90s, uh, early 2000. And uh, that was like the start of kind of like the internet for me. So I started researching on my own and found, I think it was Dr. Wheels, uh, anti-inflammatory diet. And I stopped eating meat. I stopped eating processed foods at that time um, and, and just incorporated, you know, more whole foods into my diet and uh, quit dairy. And the effects were dramatic, like literally within a couple of weeks, uh, the effects were more profound than with any of the medications that I had tried. So that was my first taste. And I was 16, 17 at the time. That was my first taste of like nutrition as, as medicine, right? <laughs> Food as medicine. And uh, the really powerful effects this could have on my body. So then, you know, I went to college, obviously typical college student um, <laughs> with all those bad habits we develop. Um, and then I was I went through my training, medical training, medical school, residency, um, eating, you know, a traditional diet, I guess, sometimes healthier or whatever <laughs> that means. And I was finally in fellowship in the middle of my GI fellowship, uh, where, you know, I was really fascinated by the GI system, the digestive system, but we weren't getting any nutrition training then. And on top of that, you know, it was just really just prescribing medications uh, right and left for all my patients, but that wasn't doing much for my patients. It was a band-aid, wasn't really addressing anything else. Yes, I would talk to them about weight loss, but I uh, really didn't have much more to offer them. And I myself didn't feel well. Me and my husband were living in uh, New Orleans, Louisiana at that time with the very Southern uh, style of eating, very heavy on, on butter and cheese. And uh, we felt really sluggish. We felt very sick. And um, I, you know, I went back to, to thinking there's something off here. Let's explore, you know, what else nutrition has to offer. So we started watching all these documentaries that everybody has watched from our, our plant-based founders and uh, started reading and researching on my own. And then I started looking at the, at the relationship between uh, diet, um, nutrition and inflammatory bowel disease, which is you know something my husband suffers from since he was 17 years old. He's had Crohn's disease. He was diagnosed when he was 17. At 22, he had to undergo uh, partial bowel resection uh, part of his bowel had to be taken out because uh, inflammatory bowel disease is such a devastating and uh, can be such a severe disease that the inflammation had taken its toll and he had to have part of his bowel taken out in order for him to even be able to pass food from one end to the, to the other. Um, so um, he had been dealing with this disease and um, was on biologics, the heaviest medications we have for these patients, and still had a lot of inflammation, had a lot of food intolerances, um, couldn't eat, you know, we're Cuban again, couldn't eat beans, and he loved beans. So uh, we, we basically, in our home, throughout, went through the pantry, went through the fridge, donated throughout um, stuff, and uh, started our transition process to a more, you know, to a plant-based diet at that time. Um, that was four years ago. And within a year, you know, he, no, there was no change in his medication regimen, but within a year, he achieved remission of his inflammatory bowel disease for the first time in his life, which was just like crazy to us. We couldn't believe it. And um, we saw, we saw, you know, we both lost weight and we felt so much more energy. Um, New Orleans actually had a lot of plant-based foods that we were able to eat. So that was fun exploring um, the culinary aspect, you know, plant-based aspect um, uh, in New Orleans. And we were just really, really excited. And now, you know, we have a three-year-old son. He's plant-based and thriving and he's such a smart and and, and, you know, active and healthy young child, thankfully, he's never required any kind of, you know, uh, obviously, we go through all the traditional, you know, um, methods of vaccination and all of that, because they prevent disease too. But he is, um, so we use our evidence to raise him, you know, both traditional and, 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 
and more non-traditional uh, to raise him. And he's incredibly healthy and thriving. He's never, never had to have antibiotics in his life. And that's really exciting because that means we've kept his microbiome pristine in the formative years. These couple first years of life are so formative for the gut microbiome. Um, and we've been able to um, keep him thriving. I follow you on Instagram and he's adorable. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. Here's a question from Sakura. Do you work with people who have alcoholic tendencies? Yeah. So actually, this is a really uh, good question because our health coach is um, a recovering alcoholic. So our health coach, uh, Jackie Tarleton, she is, uh, so she was a registered dietitian um, by training and then transitioned to health coaching um, about more, you know, like five years ago. But she does um, addiction, uh, you know, she does addiction groups, uh, like group classes, individual uh, classes, um, and she would be a great resource uh, for, because she's traditionally uh, trained and registered uh, as a registered dietitian and now is a health coach, but she does uh, addiction, addiction classes. So she would be a good resource for him or her. <laughs> That's great. Thank you. Let's see if there's any other questions. And we are, you know, so I encourage everybody to definitely um, check out our, our, our webpage, um, subscribe, because we are going to be bringing on more providers, including, you know, um, more mental health providers, even though Dr. Mandala is already, uh, you know, board certified in that. Um, but yeah, we are going to be bringing more providers on. Uh, our goal is to be able to represent all the specialties, including nephron, Technology, uh, endocrinology, you know, there's a lot of misconception and misinformation on in the hormone world. Um, and there's a lot of scams uh, in the hormone world. Uh, a lot of people saying that they're hormone experts and, you know, prescribing hormone therapy when, you know, it may be uh, not called for or necessary. So it's really important to get your information from the right source. Um, our group, the beauty behind our group is that we marry, you know, the traditional medical model with more of an, an alternative and integrative approach. So our goal is to always empower you with knowledge and guide you and not, you know, it's not from a judgmental place. Um, but it is, it is needed to have that expert and evidence-based, you know, background because, uh, you know, there's a lot of scams out there and there's a lot of, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of things that are hurting people more than, than helping them. And especially now with this whole, you know, world pandemic, people are looking uh, for quick answers more than ever. And they really want to help support their health. Um, and it's very easy for us to pay, you know, and buy for, for something, buy something online, but at the end of the day, everything we put in our body could potentially have a detrimental effect on, on, your, on your health and especially your gut microbiome. So um, we encourage people to be really wise consumers of health. Um, so, yeah. Now, can, any, can you see people in other countries? Is it just United States and is it just particular states? And is that information on the website, which I've been sharing in the show notes and in the chat? Yes, absolutely. So each of our providers, so if you go to our website, each of our providers um, has the bio, but if you scroll all the way down, they each have their services, um, you know, pricing and where they can practice and see patients. So we can see people internationally because international laws don't restrict us from seeing patients. In uh, international patients, we obviously are, we can prescribe medications or supplements, um, but we can guide them on which medications or supplements they may need. Um, so we act more as coaches for them, you know, even though obviously we're all certified. Um, for national patients, we each have our own certifications in different states. Um, and because of COVID, now there's just, uh, you know, at the beginning of the COVID pandemic, we were allowed to see a lot more patients throughout different states. Now uh, that list of states has been shortening. But if you have any questions about individual states, 
we can, you know, the rules are constantly changing for each day. So just ask us and we can let you know if we're able to see you or not. Great. Thank you. And Jerry says, do you see people with neurological disorders? Yeah, so that's a great question. So right now we don't have a neurologist, um, but if you are looking, you know, for a primary care doctor to give you guidance, um, then uh, we can do that. But we currently don't have a neurologist. Uh, Our hope, again, is to be able to have all the different specialties uh, uh, represented. We started with some of the most crucial ones, which is cardiology, primary care, GI, dietetics and health coaching, because those are the ones that people need the most at this time, but we are going to have the other ones represented. Great. Thank you. I always tell people, even if they like their primary doctor, it's always good to get a plant-based doctor's perspective and have one you know, just somewhere in your Absolutely. Home. So um, I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up, uh, AJ, because I act as a second opinion. For example, as a GI doctor, I act as a second opinion for a lot of patients. So they'll have their primary GI doctor, like let's say in, you know, um, Iowa, um, but then they come see me um, because one, I have an integrative approach to, um, you know, plant-based and Three, for example, with things like inflammatory bowel disease, there's not a lot of special specialists throughout the country that specialize in IBD. Um, so they, I guide, I kind of guide their therapy and I, and I teach them what to ask for with their primary doctors. Um, so for example, uh, you know, ask your doctor um, if you need to make this change, or I recommend making this change, talk to your doctor about it. For example, things like that. And they feel more empowered because um, that's kind of like the knowledge that they're and the questions they're not able to ask of their primary doctors and they're able to ask me. So that guidance uh, is really something that they're, they're searching for and I'm able to provide that. And I'm also able to provide it on a wider scale for all their, you know, all their, all their health as an internist as well. Great. Uh, there's actually a GI question, if you don't mind answering. Yeah, it absolutely. Angela. Does Dr. Mendez support the use of colonic hydrotherapy, say in specific cases like a torturous sigmoid colon? Yeah. So, you know, we always recommend that we need to know the background of why it is that you want uh, and you feel that you need a colonic. Um, we know that colonics and anything, again, anything you put in your body, affects your gut microbiome. So colonics are no different, actually. They cause a a disruption in your gut microbiome that may be transient. But if you get repeated colonics, um, that effect may be permanent. Uh, We don't want uh, a a permanent disruption in our gut microbiome, such as occurs with antibiotics, because you may be thinking that a colonic is getting rid of more of the bad or inflammatory microbes, but that's not true. So a colonic doesn't uh, doesn't specify. It's going to get rid of all the different microbes. And again, it may be temporary if you just do one colonic, but if you do a series of colonics, you may have more permanent damage. Colonics, uh, especially you know, um, uh, like variation of colonics, such as, you know, coffee enemas and stuff like that. And certain colonics too have, uh, do have risks, not only disrupting the gut microbiome, but also uh, possible uh, injury to your bowel and even perforation of your bowel. So, you know, this is the type of information we would navigate with you on a personalized level and not on a judgmental level to kind of guide you, give you pros and cons of what other aspects, you know, like, again, why are you wanting a colonic and what other ways can we support your gum microbiome in a way that's less risky? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Let's see, are they hiring docs? I'm a psychiatrist and I need a good job. Well, yes, actually we are. So we are hiring, um, you know, we want all specialties uh, represented and we don't have a psychiatrist right now. Um, again, Dr. Mandala does, um, she is certified to see, she does uh, primary care psychiatry, but we would love to have a psychiatrist, full-on psychiatrist on board. So uh, definitely uh, message us and, and uh, we'll talk. Great. Thank you. Um, Kathy says, what do you think of galvanic functional testing? Not sure what that is myself. Uh, I'm not sure either. Um, but, uh, from the name, uh, it sounds like, um, 
basically either stool or blood testing either for you know um it could be anything from microbiome to food intolerance uh to uh, maybe amanda do you know what galvanic specifically what uh, that one is it could be anything from hormonal to microbiome to food intolerance testing when i google it, it, it uh, when i google that word galvanic functional testing what it's coming up is galvanic testing or vestibular stimulation it's that's oh what, yeah. okay okay yeah so if it is vestibular stimulation um, I would have to look at which specifically, like which specific one, we, you know, you're gonna, you're thinking about doing. Um, again, there's a lot of fancy names out there. I don't know which one it would be. I would have, I would need more information about it. Um, if, if it's something like more like vagal stimulation, it's very different. And there are, there is uh, evidence to support that. With other ones, it depends on why you're doing it and which, which modality you're using. So I would need more information to be able to guide you on that. Great. Well, thank you. And I thank you Angela, for your super chat donation. Well, I think this is great because a lot of times people, at least in the specialty of GI, people ask me for help and they can't find a, a plant-based GI doctor. So could they go right away to see you for GI or do they have to like see one of the primaries first and then get referred to yeah you. so no that's the beauty they can go come straight uh to see me they don't need a referral or anything like that um so again any questions you have you can call us and i'll again share our um you know our information here um here is our contact number at the bottom our email and our website also has all of this information Again, each of our providers uh, on their page, if you scroll to the bottom, has the information for all their services, pricing, et cetera. And, um, and yeah, like any questions that you guys have, just uh, send us a message and we'll be happy to, you know, help you out. If we don't have a provider that you're looking for in terms of like, say you need a nephrologist, we often can refer, you know, we can recommend um, somebody in your area. So this is where, you know, the, the community aspect and uh, is really important for us. Um, and we are not, you know, we're not here. We're not, re in many cases, we're not replacing your primary doctors, uh, or maybe you are, it, it depends on what you're looking for. Um, but we are here to support you in whichever way. And some people uh, sometimes see us once and they get all their questions answered, all the guidance they need. They come, they leave our visits with a full guide, um, per, you know, uh, according to whatever disease they have. For example, as a registered dietitian, Amanda gives nutrition guidance and a nutrition plan for her patients. So does Natalie. I give them a full guide, whether that's on IBS or IBD, et cetera. So you take home a lot more uh, than you do from a traditional you know, doctor's visit. Um, and some patients never have to see us again because they got all their questions answered and all the guidance that they need. And that's reassuring for us because, you know, we want you to be thriving and healthy. And if that takes one visit or it takes, you know, 10 visits, it really is uh, very personalized to you. All right. Well, thank you so much. I wish I hadn't, I wish you were around when I was having all my GI problems like six years ago and I couldn't. Yeah, absolutely. And I never had heard of you yet or Dr. Wilby or yeah. all the wonderful GI plant-based doctors. There's so many now, actually. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have so many. And that's the beauty because for example, I'll get a, I get a ton of referrals from you, AJ. So thank you for that. But I get a lot of referrals from Will too, Dr. B on, you know, on social media. He's a good friend of mine. He only sees patients in his, uh, in his city. Um, so, you know, he sends me all the patients that he can see nationally and internationally. Um, so that, that's good. And, and our, our, um, you know, our colleagues will be, uh, will be going live with our colleagues in the next couple of weeks and months too, um, to just, uh, you know, touch base with their communities. And, and uh, we love the collaboration that we have in the plant-based community and all the support we're getting uh, from everybody. Great. Well, thank you so much. Anything you want to say, um, uh, uh, Amanda, that you want to end with, if she's still there? I am still here. I'm just listening to all the amazing words. Um, 
all I want to say is just thank you everybody for being here, hanging out with us and for your time and attention. Those are two of the most valuable assets that we have in our life. And I'm just so honored that you, Chef AJ and Dr. Mendez and all the people watching have spent your Saturday afternoon or morning, wherever you are with us for this hour. Do you guys like people to follow you on social media, either as your organization or, or separate individuals? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So Amanda has two accounts, right, Amanda? Yes, I have. Uh, my main account is Amanda V. Sevilla. Um, and then my more nutrition focused account, which I haven't really been updating, but will soon, um, is Amanda V. Underscore Nutrition. You can follow both. The nutrition posts, I think, would be really helpful for anybody interested in plant-based eating as well as intuitive eating. There are a lot of infographics that you can save for your own reference. You can share with people who you think might need it. Um, save them to some of your collections on Instagram as well, like specific things like um, iron sources, zinc sources, and also like what intuitive eating is and what it's not and things like that. So give me a follow there, grab some information. It's all free and on the internet for you to benefit from, to heal from. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you Absolutely. so much. And I look forward to meeting a couple of your other colleagues. We have the book, I believe it's January 7th. I'm sorry. I couldn't get you guys in sooner, but at no, least we got, no. at least yeah, we we're looking for so more in, and now we have somewhere to refer people. So thank you guys so much. Thank you, AJ, thank for you. having us. It is my pleasure. I'm so glad that you exist. And thanks all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. I do have a bonus show today in seven hours because Australia, it's very hard to get them to wake <laughs> up in the middle of the night to do a show. So it is Rebecca Stoner who healed herself from an autoimmune disease. And she's going to be demonstrating a sugar, oil, salt-free, vegan tiramisu. That sounds good, doesn't it? Take care, planted forward ladies. Bye-bye. Thank you, AJ. Bye -bye. Sure thing. Bye-bye.